Welcome to The Bridge, fun conversations on culture, life, and everything in between. Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Bridge. We are a show that connects East and West. My name is Jason. I'm originally from sunny California, now living in beautiful Beijing. Today with me is Pepe. Hi. Hello, everyone. Welcome to The Bridge. Today, we have a special guest. Andy is an international visual effects supervisor. He's a UC Berkeley graduate, Go Bears, and started his career in films at Lucas Industrial Light and Magic. He's also worked at Sony Pictures and DreamWorks Animation. He has worked on such films as Star Wars, which is dear to my heart, Jurassic Park, Spider-Man, Sin City, and more. Welcome to the show, Andy Wong. Hello. Hey, welcome, Andy. Hello. Welcome to the show. So you were originally from California, is that right? Yes. And you were born and raised in SoCal, Los Angeles? That's correct. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, what brought you to China? Uh, films, actually. I was invited to come to China to supervise the visual effects on a film. Oh, which one? It's called uh, Genghis Khan. Sounds like a huge production. Mm. Uh, it was. <clears throat> yeah. We, we were in Mongolia shooting. That was fun. Uh, got me to Mongolia. Well, how many years ago was that? That was three, four, four, four years ago. Four yeah, years four ago. Four years ago. And you've been living here ever since. Yes. Here in Beijing the whole time. Yes, yes. How so, long have you been in Beijing? Six years. Six years? Actually, because okay. there's pre-production. Oh, okay. Yeah. It takes about two to three years to shoot and make the movie. Well, those are some big movies you've made, Spider-Man. Mm. Can I con confess that I, out of all four, five I think I've only watched Spider-Man. <laughs> Which Spider-Man have you seen? Probably the original one or the first one. I don't know how many there are. There's so many. I can't even keep I track. Know, but I'm like the only one who hasn't watched the other ones. But I know they're great. Actually, that's not that unusual. E even though for Star Wars, there is a big following. Mm. I started working at Industrial Light and Magic without seeing any of these Star Wars. Really? <laughs> how could that yeah, be, yeah. though? Because, uh, well, I... I was in engineering, right? And so going from chemistry directly into film, so... Chemistry directly into film. So how did that happen? Chemistry, I was doing research in superconductivity. And we used computer graphics to visualize the molecular structure. Wow. And <laughs> that introduced me to computer graphics. And I've, I've always wanted to do artsy type things, but... I was good at math. So that's so. why you went into chemistry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I, I was into artsy stuff too for a little bit in uh, in college. I even took two film production courses. And like before I took the course, I was like, wow, I'm making films, you know, like everybody wants to be a director and make something, you know, moving, make everybody cry and, you know, remember parts of history or culture, whatever. And after I took those courses, I was like, whoa, <laughs> like <laughs> this is so much work. It's like, I think if you're like, if you want to kill your interest in something, <laughs> actually try it and see how hard it is. Yeah. So I know it's a, it's a really difficult industry. And for me, that was just like, what, 10 minute student films, but it was very consuming. Like yeah. you have to worry about things. There are endless things to worry about. So it's not easy. Because you ended up in such an unrelated field. Seems like from the outside, why were you originally studying chemistry and engineering? I also loved chemistry. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you studied chemistry for passion. Yes. And then you did films because that was the career choice. That's very strange. Well, uh, my passion, I also had a passion in art. I, I was always drawing. Mm -hmm. but it's 
sort of more traditional for Chinese families. Be an engineer, right. be a doctor, be a lawyer. Do your parents were okay with the fact that you were in science and you switched art after you graduated? Yeah, my starting salary was top 1.5%. Oh, okay. oh, okay. Well, that's, yeah. He's like, that's fine then. <laughs> they didn't know what it was. So, well, but, but they, I told them my, my salary was Okay, good. good. What exactly, how would you define visual effects? What, what is that? Visual effects, well, there's um, computer graphics visual effects. Mm-hmm. And there's, there's also practical effects. So visual effects can be on set with mechanical robots. That's also part of visual effects. But what I do is mostly in the computer. Mm. So, but you say that's not CGI, computer graphics. Uh, CGI is kind of like, it's more of a generic term, computer graphics imagery. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) So, CGI is not necessarily visual effects. CGI is sort of a global term for any imagery that mm-hmm. comes out of a box. Okay. When, when you originally came to China four to six years ago, were you intending to live here as long as you have? Mm, never had a set plan. It was like, yeah, I'm Chinese. People want me to go to China. <laughs> never been to China. Okay, yeah, let's see how it is. But you first came because of a project, yeah, right? Yeah, they courted me well they invited me and talked with me for about two years mm. and because in the states have all i've done are feature films mm-hmm. uh, so i wanted to have a bigger project mm. so they talked to me uh, first about tv projects is it hard to sort of break into the film industry in china i literally don't know any other like person from uh foreign countries coming to china to do film Everybody's here. Most people here are like teaching or, uh, you know, related jobs. Well, I guess not, not for me since I've, I come from bigger studio, the biggest studios mm. in the world, I guess. Mm. Yeah. I, I met the head of the studio in India. I was oh. uh, making Sin City. Sin City 2, actually. And I see these Chinese people on the streets looking for Chinese food in <laughs> India. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> It was, it was kind of funny. Did they find it? No, I went up and introduced myself. I, I was I was living there doing Sin City. And then I said... Are you looking for dumplings? <laughs> <laughs> I, I can take you guys to some Chinese restaurant. Uh, yeah. And then we chatted and then turned out they were in the business. Oh. And so these are the people that ended up courting they, you to yeah, come over. Yeah. See, it's always good to be kind. Yes. And to help others. Yeah. Interesting. Especially when you meet people that you can communicate mm, with right. in other countries. You're listening to The Bridge. Well, I also noticed that you're in Beijing. Where would you say the most films get made in China? Is it is Beijing a, a major locality? Uh, yes. The feature film people are mostly in Beijing. At least the production studios are. TV shows are mostly in Shanghai. Mm. Okay. Film or TV, is that like Chinese film or Chinese yeah, TV? Yeah. yeah, I'm talking about Chinese production. Okay. I want to actually talk a little bit about culture or cultural export. Because like when we are in the States and people don't r- rarely talk about Chinese films or TV production. Like barely any TV, yeah, right? It's a big problem. And when we talk about these well-known Chinese films, it's usually about um, like when China was really poor or like the countryside, something rather special, you know? But for us, like for me who, um, you know, grew up in more modern times, those are actually a little bit foreign too. You know, that's not our lives. But there bar- there's barely anything about, you know, China in the past let's say 40 years, like my generation, that's known to the Western world. 
So there's kind of a, like a void. You know what I mean? Like yeah, that, when it comes to cultural export of current culture. Yeah. Can you do something about this? That, that's actually <laughs> exactly why I wanted to come. Mm. Because being Chinese, being Chinese American, I grew up with two cultures. Right. Mm. Something that struck me was when Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Uh, yeah, it was. I think it was late 1990s, maybe. Oh, it's been a while. When, when it came out at Lucas, we have an in-house theater and we screen the film mm. for all of our artists. And it is a very traditional film made by Ang Lee, Bian, Dao Yan. I remember... When the the characters started flying or jumping mm. on rooftops and on or bamboo, on bamboo yeah, <laughs> everyone was laughing. They did not know what it was you supposed mean to be. Qinggong. Yeah, qinggong. What yeah. what's that in Chinese? That is the type of martial art that yeah, you can allows you to way. fly yeah. or jump very far, very yeah, high. Yeah, yeah. It, it makes your body lighter. Supposedly, that's the kung fu. You can like hop over water surface. Yeah, mm. and everyone started to laugh because they didn't know what it was. You mean the audience? But yeah. they were mostly the Americans. They're, they're film people, right? They're film people. They're watching this imagery on the screen. They're like, no, people can't do that. Oh, okay. They're like, they're not. You know, it's not like Marvel, right? Yeah. Superman. <laughs> they're not on the moon, right? Or, right. Yeah, but lightsabers totally makes sense. Right. So it really struck me. It's Interesting. Huh? Like my coworkers, filmmakers, top filmmakers in the world, mm. didn't understand what that was. Oh. Even though that film won the Oscar for mm. the best foreign film, foreign language film, I should say. Yeah. So I've always wanted to try to, besides the opportunity to direct, yeah, I, underlying all of that, it's, it's I wanted to be able to bring some of the Chinese culture through films to the Western. Mm. Yeah. Because I think the U.S. is probably the best at exporting culture. Right. Right. If okay. We talked about that the other mm. day. How I, I, yeah. Is, Hollywood has a huge yeah. effect. Yeah. And the thing is, you don't really think of it as a way of export. Because you're just watching right. it's a movie. entertainment. Yeah, you're just watching yes. Friends. and But then you actually absorb so much from sure. it. You learn so much from it. But when it comes to, you know, China, ex trying to export similar things, it's like, how do we do it? Yeah. China is not very good at selling itself. Yeah, There's a lot I of great to, stuff, but... Yeah, I wanted to address that actually when you first mm -hmm. talked about it. Uh, language, to me, I think language is a big thing. Mm. English is very easy to learn. Yeah, and it is, comparatively speaking. I would say the most international language mm. on this planet. Mm. Although more and more people are trying to learn Chinese, Chinese is very, very hard to learn. It is. Sorry, uh, guys. Yes, there's... <laughs> There's no alphabet. And well, then not speaking wise, there are these tones that you have to learn. And what's up with these tones? Tones are simple. Ah, 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 ah. <laughs> Why is it so complicated? Ah, 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 ah. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> in Cantonese. Because you have neutral I, tone. It's yes, tone. yes. I heard yeah, that in yeah. Cantonese, they have nine. Nine. I can't yeah, even yeah, imagine. I've heard that even though they have nine, you could simplify it to seven and people will still basically get everything. They get yeah, it? They, okay. Yeah. But still, I think a lot of foreigners don't get the tones. Yeah. I don't can, get why can't people hear. can't get the tones because they're, yeah. they're obviously different. Yeah. So language barrier is one thing. Yeah. But language. they can translate it with the subtitles. Yeah, it's still the content, it's still, right? still not natural. It's mm. still, there's, there's a, it's not firsthand. Mm. Even if the translation is good, but your voice and the mm -hmm. lip shape, unless, of course, the story is very, very engaging. People, you know, people watch foreign films. So m most people, most audience that, that do watch foreign films are the people who like artsy films. Mm -hmm. mm. They're not the sort of mainstream. Mainstream. They go in yeah. for something different, for, yeah. for a deep experience. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Exactly. Yeah. They, well, what are steps that can be taken to make Chinese films more accessible to an American audience in addition to language? Yeah, of course, this this, this would be, you know, my personal opinion. There's no mm-hmm. one way of doing mm-hmm. things. Storytelling is, is you have to tell a way that's more international. Mm-hmm. The the Chinese way of storytelling, since I've been here for six years, six years I've watched a lot of Chinese TV shows and movies. Uh, Chinese culturally, the people are, are they're shy in their mm. communicating. Mm. A lot of things are hidden or left unsaid, unsaid. but you understand. Right. You understand. Mm. It's, it's understood, but it's not spoken. Right. And then the way that filmmakers do it, in a way, only Chinese people can understand the emotions, the struggles or the love or whatever that's happening between the characters. But foreigners, they look at it, they don't necessarily get it. They mm-hmm. don't get the emotions. They don't get what's to be understood. Right? Cultural context. The unsaid part is just unsaid and just yeah. blank. It's like, mm-hmm. uh, okay, that's it. Because in Chinese culture, the unset part is usually the more important part. Right. That's that. Those are the parts that touch. Mm. Right. We just don't. We have say to it. find a way to. Yeah. I've also seen a lot of Chinese movies where the ending is not the way an American movie would end. So in America, mm. it's very seldom done, like by people like Quentin Tarantino, where the end everyone dies or something. <laughs> and, but in, in China, there are a lot of movies where like the guy doesn't get the girl, or mom dies, or something terrible happens, and then that's the end of the movie. Right. And I'm always watching these yeah. films, and I'm thinking, yeah. <laughs> I feel terrible. I feel awful. Yeah, yeah, Why did yeah. that happen? Why couldn't why couldn't she live? Yeah. Uh, That's one of the uh, things that I think make Hollywood films successful. They make you feel good. They give you the happy ending. The happy ending. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Well, Hollywood filmmakers, first of all, they really treat it as an art. Second of all, they want the audience to have an experience. It's entertainment. Mm. If you're not being entertained, you're not going to go keep watching. Right. I guess I don't really think of films as entertainment uh, now that you mentioned it. Yeah. I feel like some films are entertaining sure. and others you kind of sink into someone like else's life. Yeah. yeah, it's like yeah. reading with you and it's closer to reality usually. Yeah. You know, mm. those not so happy, the so-so the endings. The type of movie, yes, yes. Yeah. Yes, yes. But, but if you want to capture, if you want to do the cultural exchange or you want to capture audiences from all over the world, you have to think mainstream. Yeah, that's, that's what Maybe the thing is mainstream in Chinese culture is a little hard to understand, mm. you know, by most Americans. Probably. Yeah, because the culture, that's, that's they the are very difference. different. Yeah. Mm. So if you, your mindset, your goal is making a film and also to have foreign or have people abroad learn more about Chinese culture, then you have to think how to capture a broader audience. Oh, yeah. You're listening to The Bridge. Like if you were to make a film um, in China and for, let's say, the international audience, what kind of theme or topic would you choose about modern China? Modern China. And, you know, I things will, happening in the past 40 years or so. Yeah, I, I think a lot of Chinese filmmakers are starting to do things in a way that they're telling Chinese uh, cultural or traditional stories, but mixing in with sci-fi or modern settings. Yeah, so filmmakers are starting to do that. That's, a, that's one of the ways. Personally, maybe it's just because I'm a nerd, yeah. but I like sci-fi. And I think a lot of people in America like sci-fi or fantasy or related 
related. I mean, Avengers basically is sci-fi fantasy. Mm -hmm, Star mm -hmm. Wars is sci-fi fantasy. So like this is really, really popular. And Star Wars, um, in spite of losing one of its most talented uh, (laughs) artists, is still very successful. Yeah. Star Wars is a culture. Yeah. Yeah. There's people passing it down from one generation (laughs) to the next, right? You have all these toy figures and then your kids started to play and then they wonder what the movie is about. Batman. When did Batman actually start as a comic book? 1930s or something. And now it is still around 90 years later. Yeah. And it's like fantasy and a little bit sci-fi. Yeah. It's got its own world. Yeah. You know, even I think um, about like contemporary Chinese life, like say struggles of young people trying to make it things like that things that was also happen you know in big cities in in the u.s or other countries alien invasion or okay something like that i don't know it's just like ordinary life something about ordinary chinese life um of the contemporary period is it hard to make good films from those no i don't think so i I think stories of about people are all the same because we're all people. Mm. So if you, if the story is uh, engaging and interesting, uh, especially if the story is a love story, mm. people like romance. Yeah, romance. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Don't all stories kind of have a romance? Yeah, I think most movies, almost, almost all yeah, movies. most movies, they want to put a little romance in there. Mm. But I mean, for you, because you do visual effects, it would need to be in fantasy or sci-fi or there'd be a, a time travel or something in yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think... To if you want to tell a Chinese cultural story or sort of more ancient, because Chinese has got a long history and have it has a lot of stories that are untold, or at least not right. to that the we can Western. work with actually. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. What about I got I've got an idea right here. All right. Ooh, you so, got a film idea? Yeah. Sure. I, I told you I told him earlier I'm not good at stories, but you have someone from ancient China yeah. travel through a portal and now they're here in modern modern china and then they have to like it's like it's like that yeah jackie chain uh, oh, okay. <laughs> it's already been done yeah oh, okay he, he, he probably like shake his head and go back yeah. too complicated <laughs> seriously wow. too complicated for a man from asian china but mythology chinese mythology i mean we all know about greek mythology because of hollywood films right uh-huh. chinese mythology films or ideas characters being brought alive now because mm-hmm. of uh the film industry here was booming until COVID, mm. but um, people are starting to tap into these old ancient stories. Mm. But still, these stories, these films are not uh, being marketed elsewhere. It's all still domestic, still local. Yeah, yeah, because I feel like we China needs to learn to like tell its stories better. Yes, it's got a lot yes. of good stories to tell and great culture. But I guess we just haven't learned the way of communicating it and selling it. Part of it is because I think how people are kind of humble in a way, right? That's one aspect of it. They don't like to talk too much about themselves. But sometimes you need to do, right, for understanding. There's so much misunderstanding between um, the different countries. Yeah, I think think do it in a way so that audiences from outside of China can accept uh people are used to seeing uh old english outfits you know the sort of knights with long swords and but then when people see a chinese man wearing a robe or mm. 
you know, flying on top of houses. They don't understand what that is.、Um, Or when that happened.、Yeah. <laughs> I mean,、uh, the movie Changcheng, Great Wall. Yeah.、Oh. That's trying to tell a. Chinese mythology, pretty bad mistakes. Choosing, yeah, with with Damon, <laughs> yeah, Matt Damon. Exactly, that was the mistake. Um, yeah, it's it's, it's hard to to pick someone the right. There are there are there are well known, famous international Chinese、yeah. actors they could have chosen for a similar kind of part. Yeah, but it wasn't well received in、abroad. the U.S. abroad.、Mm. Yeah. Yeah,、mm. I also didn't like the monster element. Like it was a little, the, a little bizarre. Yeah, the wall and the special effects on the wall and、yeah. the defenses were、yeah. awesome. Yeah, but the monsters. The trailer like, was great. I was going, wow, this is going to be a great film. And then the real thing wasn't yeah, so much. But well, from a filmmaker's perspective, I think it's still a good project, a great、mm. project. But could you tell us a little bit about the size and scope of like the industry here? Is it growing? Is it more well developed than when you you arrived? Or yeah. I mean, they're trying to go fast, but visual effects, especially, takes time. Filmmaking has been here a long time. You know, Cantonese films,、mm-hmm. the eighties,、mm-hmm. Cantonese films are. I've seen some nineteen thirties Chinese movies, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah from yeah. Shanghai. Yeah, but but now you know people all want to make Marvel type films. What、yeah. kind of movie? Marvel superheroes. Superhero. High tech、oh. sci fi films. Now, so wait, I haven't seen any of that here in China. Is that coming out? What a superhero film? Yeah, superhero film.、Uh, it's a different different way of doing it, I guess. I mean, you can call Zhanlang Wujing. That, that one is, was really popular. Yeah, that was a、uh, uh, box office、War、wise was、Wolf? very yeah. Was it called、yeah. Warwolf?、Mm. Yeah, it's kind of a superhero, you know. His his、mm. just one person against everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's sort of the American. Do you have a favorite Chinese movie that our listeners can listen to, or I mean, watch at home that you that has come out in the last two or three years? Favorite movie? No, I watch too many. Too、movies. many. To- yeah, right, I can't. Even... Can you pick three? Like a or a couple that are really good that came out recently? Um,、uh, I say this. I I would say. The、uh, Chinese animation is actually coming along really well. Oh, there, yeah, there are a few that yeah, are very、yeah. well received. There's, there's been technology-wise, artistic vision-wise, story-wise, even、mm. it's more at least domestically is being well received. So, what happens? Let's say、uh, there is a film that's very well received in China. Is it hard to break into the international market? Is it like yeah, there are yeah, decent I, films? I Are yeah, they going abroad? I, I remember before coming here, I was thinking, "Gosh, Chinese mythology. There's so many figures, but all we know in America is this monkey, right? Monkey、mm. King. <laughs> everyone knows Monkey King, and there's a Monkey King only movie that、monkey、comes、king. out every year. Yeah, it's、there's、like new、wow, one, new one.、Really? Oh yeah, I've、in、seen this, I, in the I, states or、oh, here, here, here in China. Oh, oh here in China, there's no, constantly. I, my generation, we stick with the one from 1986. <laughs> Wait, or yeah, 1986. I've liked I a couple of the ones that came out in the last five years. A couple of them are pretty good. The, the、yeah. original one, that's the best one. Like nothing has been able to. Take its place, it, even、yeah. though it's what, what, how many years ago? Decades, right? It came out, I, I think, in 1986. COD, you know the one time. It's a TV yeah, show. Yeah, it's not a movie, it's, but it's it's just it's just different. It took them how many years? Six years at least I, I to make、know. it. I don't know. Yeah, I wasn't yeah, here it, then. It was things were slow at that time, and that's all they did. They weren't really worried about how much money. This was gonna make, or you know, how big a splash? They were just artists making something that they will treasure for the rest of their lives, and it came out different,、it、lasted till this day.、Mm. Very crappy special、yeah. effects, but、yeah. still, <laughs> but some of the new、it. ones have amazing <laughs> special effects. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You're listening to the bridge. 
we only listed four of the movies that you have worked on at the beginning of this show, but you have worked on dozens uh-huh. of dozens of assuming. <laughs> is there a favorite scene from a movie that Maybe. you're uh, or well, just like a, a few seconds that you really put a lot of work into that you're particularly proud of? I'll say mm, memorable is my first film I ever worked on professionally, mm. Dragonheart. Dragonheart, Sean Connery. Yeah, Sean Connery. Because coming out of school, I was 23 years old. I met Sean Connery. Oh, yeah. That was cool. (laughs) I can still see that excitement on your face. (laughs) Yeah. And also the dragon, Draco, in... Well, first of all, I love dragons. Mm. Yeah. Working on a dragon film as a first film, that was something special for me. And then the CG creature is the first computer graphically generated main character in a feature film. That film is the... It's a landmark. Yeah. Mm. Oh. Very well received. Uh, we, yeah. A lot of people loved it. I, I loved it. I think I saw it like five or six times, yeah. actually. I didn't know you had anything to do with that. Thank you. <laughs> we had, we had at the time, you know, computers have gotten faster and faster, more and more powerful. At the time we had, I remember 380 some shots with visual effects. Now, like a sci-fi film, Hollywood film, 2000 plus shots. So there's no comparison, but at the time, we were like, wow, we hit 300 shots. Incredible. I remember <laughs> this interview of Jackie Chan. The, the host was asking him, he was saying that, I heard that you've broken every bone in your body. <laughs> and Jackie was like, oh, maybe not every single one, but, you know, yeah. a lot. Yeah. And he was like, when uh, at the time when I was making all those movies, there was not a lot of special effects, mm-hmm. right? The directors say, jump off a building, you jump <laughs> off a building. Or you hop onto top of a car. And you just do that. Yeah. And you break something, you break something. And now there are other ways of, you know, yeah. saving the actor. <laughs> Green screen. I remember yeah. that was one of the reasons he was so famous amongst my friends. They would always say he does all his own stunts. And that was why we watched his movies. It was real. Yeah. yeah. But it's too hard. I wouldn't jump onto a moving car. <laughs> you couldn't pay me enough. No way. I'd be like, nah, that's okay. I'll stay poor. Ten million, Jason. <laughs> uh-uh. No. Oh, no. No, ten million. He will do it. No, you break your neck, you're dead. I think I'll get ten million Jason. is nothing. I'll think about it. <laughs> you might die. Also. Yeah, that's true. It's it's not a good option. Mm, but mm. I want to also ask about uh, career opportunities. Like if, if someone from the US or other places, they want to come here mm. to work in the film industry, is it like possible? How do they do I, I that? I think it's all possible, but... Uh, but but <laughs> it, it, it depends on your level of mm. involvement, I guess. Do you have to have connections? Could we have to frame the question differently. Yeah. Like if you are interested in coming over, what steps would you outline would be the best to get you over? Well, see, if, if I can answer that question in a different way. Contact Andy in the comments. No, no, no. I think, <laughs> I think film people have more opportunities in Hollywood in the first place. Mm. Yeah, especially mm-hmm. with COVID right now. Mm. Unless you're doing animation, you're in-house. But if you need to go on location, to shoot in China right now is not very practical. Mm. If they wanted to come in the future, what kind of steps could they take now in their career to get them ready? Do you need a degree? Definitely, yeah. In chemistry, people, Chemistry, yeah. degree in chemistry. <laughs> in the U.S., film people don't really care about college degrees. If you're good at the craft, then you're good. How did you but, show that you had the skills when you were looking for a job? Well, I was already supervising. So, And then I met the studio heads. And mm. that's what I meant by it depends on your level, right? Well, how'd you land the original job with Lucasfilm? Oh, it was uh, quite a journey, actually. It was uh, without thinking too much. I just wanted to do it. So I made my own animated short while finishing up my degrees wow. and yeah. research. Sounds like a yeah. piece of cake. 
Yeah, I'll do that yeah. too. I no just did, I just did uh, my little own film, yeah, on the side. Yeah, and then no and then I submitted to a a uh, festival. This was actually uh, within the industry festival, so only film people. Yeah, and Lucas film people saw it. At the time, it was fortunate. Well, that was fortunate. easy. Yeah. <laughs> You're listening to the bridge. You came over to China, so now you're like a foreigner in in China sure. working. Do you meet a lot of other expats in your field, or are you more unique in that respect? Uh, I would say still more unique, and especially I'm um, bilingual and very bilingual. My my speaking Chinese so, without accent. So yeah. learning Mandarin is the key to coming over here, maybe. Oh, uh, key to communicating. You, yeah. Yeah, but there's still, I guess, also you. I, I think you have to like China. Mm-hmm. If you're coming here for a job, and you have all not, those opinions. Yeah, not liking China, then forget it. When I came to China, I knew almost nothing about China. Oh. It was like a blank slate, other than like what was in Time Magazine as a kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I came over here, and I was like, "Oh, okay, this is what China is." Yeah. So like, I think a lot of the foreigners back home in the United States, when they think about China, they either know nothing or they know wrong information. Yeah,、right. from the news and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and film. <laughs> yeah, China. China gave me a surprise too.、Yeah. What was that surprise? Good or bad? I say more on the good side.、Mm. Because I've been here for six years, and I my my circle of friends is very diverse, and in general, I would say my friends are happy.、Mm, that's something about Beijing. Yeah, that、mm. you get to meet all kinds of people. Yeah, if you want to hang out with people from the states or elsewhere, you can always you can find them, mm. right? Mm. If you want to just you know meet more Chinese people, that's also. Yeah. Possible. So I didn't put this in what I was going to discuss with you, but you mentioned、yeah. before you have a dance group. Could you、uh, tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, dance. Yeah, I've been I've been doing this form of dance called contact improv,、huh? contact improvisation. So contact imp- improv, contact,、yeah. touch and invent, touch and move. Uh, touch and adventure it's, moves. It's Chinese. It's contact improv. Okay. Contact improv. It's like modern dance kind of thing. It is a modern dance, and it's actually quite popular everywhere else. Actually. <laughs> Okay. Well, now in China, it's it's also because you know well, we've been doing be it for six or six years,、uh-huh. and we have the biggest community, I would say,、Following. dance community in China in Beijing. Mostly、yeah. Chinese people, or uh, mostly Chinese people, but they're they're foreigners who know the dance. Yeah,、oh. it's not only a dance movement; is、uh, a f- non-verbal form of communication. So, well, not not hitting, <laughs> touching,、okay. connecting. Don't let's not. Not say touch, but connect. It is connection, and through a point of contact connection, you feel how the other person or how other you may dance、mm. with two or more people, how they want to move, and then you decide one moment to the next how you want to move together. Okay, so that's improvised. It's like yeah, jamming. It is. It is jamming. It's like yeah, jamming in movement. Yeah, like continuous contact. Like your、uh, like shoulders most are. Most of the time, you. Keep a point of contact anywhere, and then、oh. it started in the United States in the seventies. Actually, actually in Berkeley, where I went to school, it's a very hippie-ish. <laughs> it is、uh, quite useful. I was in India,、mm. and of course, I don't speak Hindu or Hindi. Yeah, yeah, Hindi. Even though English is a second language in India, I found local dancers、mm. and asked them if they wanted to do contact improv, and they do. And then I started a dance club. There in eight months, we kept a Sunday jam going. 
Yeah. Where do you do that? Like in a park in, in Beijing? In a dance studio. In a studio? Indoors, yeah. And I got to meet a lot of locals and they took me everywhere. So wherever you go, this is going to pop up. Yeah, yeah I guess. <laughs> contact, yeah. contact, yeah. keep moving. It's a great way to meet people. It's, mm. it's even, even if you don't speak the language, you just, you talk through your, your movement. Have you talk tried this you. in like a park Sunday morning no, in no, Beijing? No, that's, that's yes. too tame. Wouldn't that be that fun? Is... With all the aunties and yeah. uncles, like doing all kinds of weird sports. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yes. yeah. You need a chair yeah. and a boombox in your it, set. It's, <laughs> it's an idea. Yeah. <laughs> we can definitely try, but, but. You uh, bring everybody uh, out and you take over the granny space. Yeah, yeah. And when they come and they're upset, you're just like, come grannies, join us. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think once or twice they would love it. You'll be surprised. Or, or the, the average age of the community is actually quite young. Yeah, I imagine. Yeah. 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 So it's young and people trying to. I, I try heard new that you things. have yeah. a lot of other hobbies. Like you're a very oh, sporty uh, person, athletic, right? Um, very active, I would very say. Very active? Yeah. Like, yeah. what other things um, that you find that it's easy? and interesting to do here in Beijing. Hiking, yeah. Where do you go? Like the fragrant mountain well, or hill? Yeah, mm -hmm. you just, you go past the fifth ring. There's mm -hmm. lots of nature. Bottom is really close. It's not a big hike, but you yeah. go walk up a walk up a hill. Mm. Actually, surprisingly for a big city, there's a lot of green in Beijing. A lot of parks. Yeah. A lot of parks. Parks everywhere. Yeah. What's it called? Yeah. New Phoenix Mountain to the west, northwest? Uh, it's like a big yeah, mountain. Heard, yeah. what, what about traveling? Where have you traveled? Uh, I've been to... Well, Mongolia, because of that film, I've been mm. to Tibet. Beautiful. Mm. That's a trip of a lifetime. Yeah, yeah. I would remember that. Tibet is so clean. All the colors are so vivid. The I reds think the are air red. Yeah. It's more transparent. Yeah. The sun gets to you directly. I was told not to go there that I would have a heart attack. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> because the air is super thin. You're at the top of the world. Yeah. yeah it, it is yeah. true, but there are ways you can deal with it. You know, just carry a big tank behind me the whole time. <laughs> That's one possible way. I'll be like Darth Vader. Yeah, you acclimate. You acclimate. Like when I went, I went, I went in through Nepal oh. and we trek for we trekked for a whole week before wow. getting... I remember that you told me a story about you have to go around the mountain and bow around the mountain oh yeah 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 it was, oh you're doing it, that yeah yeah the prayer thing yeah, yeah. it's wow. very good for you yeah I tried it. It's, it's, it's a great way of exercising. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Besides, yeah. you know, Besides praying. Being, being, I mean, yeah. You just get bored yeah. after like 20 minutes. Oh, really? I have to bow again? Yeah, I think for the Tibetans, it's tradition. It's a duty or, you know, the whole family goes. Yeah. For Tibetans. There is a film about it. Yeah, yeah, years yeah. ago. What was it? There's one or two pe people in the family that uh, does or do the, mm. the bowing and the, and then... The rest of the family is support. They, yeah, they, they travel along, they cook, they... Yeah. yeah, yeah, they... they. I think, re I remember in that film, um, there was even a, a lady who was pregnant. Oh. Uh, maybe she was walking yeah, most yeah, of yeah. the time. Yeah. And um, this went on for months. Like, they went from their village. And yeah, you do what to you that. can. You don't have to necessarily Yeah, do but most that. of yeah. them... Mm -hmm. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, I do. This, yeah. This, yeah. Like, the Kailash Mountain. Thing. Yeah. 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 I actually saw it on Twitter. And she Twitter. gave birth on the way. Oh, wow. wow. She just oh, like, she just, she's like, oh, it's about time. And then went to the hospital. It was oh. like uh, maybe an hour and then came out. How cool. Oh my gosh. How cool. And then like, it was like, wow. <laughs> and she didn't, it didn't look like it was that painful. How cool. What's the exact strong. opposite of taking the month? Oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but that's how serious they took it. It's yeah. something they wanted to do one at least once in a lifetime. Mm, yeah. 
Yeah, it's amazing. It's big on a horse year, oh. meaning Chinese horoscope. Yeah. Mm, yeah. So they're twelve years a cycle, right? Right. So why horse year? I don't know. It's just something tradition. Special about the horse yeah. But yeah. you don't bring horses. <laughs> they bring yaks. Yeah. Wow. They bring horses yaks. goes like with. <laughs> I don't oh yeah, it's way up there. It's way up there. Yaks can carry a lot of stuff. You also mentioned before the show going back to hobbies and physical mm, activity yeah. that you go indoor rock climbing. Rock do you climbing. do real clock, rock climbing too? Yeah. Uh, outdoor rock climbing. Not so much. Is there outdoor rock climbing? Yes, here? yes, yes. A lot of people go outdoors, but you know, you have to have gears. You have to more have mm. more preparations. More but complicated. Yeah, in a rock climbing gym, you just mm. go. Is it? You bring like, your shoes. Easy and to you just find go. here in China. Yeah, there are quite a few. You're tied off, so you can't fall. If you fall, they catch you. And, uh, right? There's there's bouldering and there's top rope. Top rope is big wall tall wall and then you wear a harness you clip on the rope and if you fall you'll you just drop slowly mm. to the ground but they're three feet high or maybe f not not three feet three meters high mm. or three to five meters i guess bouldering walls mm -hmm. that are quite dangerous so do you have to sign no something that says if i yeah. fall it's my own fault <laughs> yeah 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 you do because <laughs> do the people first time fall? you go yeah people fall and they hurt themselves oh yeah oh Oh yeah, it sounds, sounds great. And they handy. still go, <laughs> but but the big wall is very safe. The top, what we call top rope, is very safe. Mm. Have you seen people injured doing this? Oh yeah. Oh my. So why do you do this? It's fun. Rock climbing. I've tried it only once, but it's fun. Yeah, yeah. It uses every. You feel like uh, yeah. it will use every piece of your muscle, like every piece of muscle in your body. You didn't know you had it. Once you damage your spine, it's like damaged pretty they much. They don't go for there like to damage their spines. <laughs> Be careful. <laughs> yeah. Have you fallen? Uh, yeah, yeah, I have. And uh, he can still walk. Look, <laughs> <laughs> he's sitting down. Yeah, last him. year, last Who brought year, him in like this. Last year, I <laughs> I fell from the bouldering wall. Oh, and well, uh, they're mats. Yeah, they're they're thick mattresses. Oh. But but still, if you fall from the top, depending on how you fall, you can injure yourself. Or sometimes you can bump a knee or elbow or scrape your arms or whatever. But those are just small. But people who fall like from a certain pretty high up on the bouldering wall, and if they land, they don't land correctly. Eh. Yeah, they can break their legs. So is, is this something you picked up back in the States and brought here or you learned this? No, I've, I've always liked climbing, but never really done it in the frequency that I'm doing it now. I, I, I climb about four times a week now. Wow. That's um, a lot. Wow. Dance once a week. You climb four times a week yeah, and yeah. you go hiking. Are you sure I he's wor working? Maybe <laughs> he's getting ready for the superhero movie because he's going <laughs> to star as the superhero. Yeah. And then archery. I, I love archery. Archery. I, yeah. Wow. Well, so yeah. when you do this in Beijing, like how do you find where to do yeah. these things? There are archery. What Ping, do you Ping call it? Chongqing. Chongqing. They have it. Yeah. Chongqing yeah. has yeah. it. I have it laying in my house. What? So you shoot arrows yeah. in your house. Yeah. <laughs> from from my front door. Not coming over. <laughs> <laughs> from my front door to the balconies is about twelve feet. So normally, if you're in a, so in, you have in a very archery, short time to escape. <laughs> yeah. No, I always shoot you. <laughs> I, I shot. I shot a window once. <laughs> Did the glass break? Uh, no, it was pretty thick. It just the arrow went. It just stuck. It stuck. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Did you take yeah. a picture? Yeah. Is it Great. is it hard to like for someone coming to Beijing for the first time? Is it hard to find groups uh, where you can participate mm -hmm. in things like that? Like, uh -huh. how would you go about that? 
Like if Jason wants to go rock climbing, how would he do it? Well, also just making friends. How did you originally make friends? Both both questions. Well, at first from work, I guess. And once you, you sort of, uh, you have friends from work bringing you or introducing you to other friends. And then from there, you sort of, it, it depends on the person, I guess. If you're an mm. outgoing person, active person, you'll seek it out. Mm. Yeah. If, if, for going back to her question. So you wanted yeah. to create a dance group because you created one before. Yeah. So you just met people and you're like, hey, you want I to call them out? Well, actually, at first I searched on the internet and I was trying to see if there's already a group here. Mm. And there was, although they weren't doing much. So you came in and it took over. I, I came in <laughs> and I said, can I participate? Can I try to build this? Mm. And then I worked with the people that already had a, a group mm -hmm. sort of brand, mm -hmm. so to speak. And then we're called Beijing Contact. Beijing Contact. BJCI. Oh, cool. Wow. Got a website? website, there's there's WeChat. You know? oh, so you find each yes, other on WeChat. WeChat People, group. Oh, you interested in joining yeah. the group? Scan here. Yeah. Mostly, we don't advertise, but mostly friends bring friends yeah. in. Yeah. Is this is fun. It's something you people have to pay to be participate because you have, you're in a studio. Who pays for the studio? Right, right, right. We we do it with um what do you call it? Sort of group paying, joint paying. Everyone pays. Oh, oh I see, I see. Yeah. 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 Oh. We don't charge very much. Just everyone chips in a hundred and sixty-eight yuan mm. a month. Mm. And they get to come every mm. Sunday. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's a little more than try out the parks. Huh? <laughs> fresh air clean fresh air for 168 free. a month is not that much 20 something dollars that's that's half the price of most gyms in beijing so if you're going to join yeah yeah and you get to come every sunday and it's social and making yeah. friends making yeah. contacts friends. yeah yeah it's just really fun dancing this way when you have that connection when you move with a certain person in sync for a short amount of time even you get to feel what their personality is like you get to feel their hearts. Oh. Really? You get to feel their vibes, mm. their energy. Well, he definitely went to Berkeley. He's talking about vibes. <laughs> vibes. His aura was yeah. yellow or pink or something. I'm, I'm a Berkeley <laughs> Jedi, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, so you, we started out and we learned more about the direction that you want to take your career is telling China's story. Mm -hmm. So what does the future hold for the kind of projects you're going to be involved in? Mm. Back can't say work. much back <laughs> right just yet yeah I, I i've written the story and then i'm still working on it yeah mm. Mm. but now you know with 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 how the film industry is and how i think digital devices are i think people's attention span attention span is is getting shorter and shorter you know we yeah. had someone named rick on recently a school teacher he was saying the same thing about american school kids in high school mm. that they can't read full books as much they have to read short <laughs> stories because a full book is too much to handle now yeah yeah there's too too much distraction mm. you know the generation z or x or y you know they they're always looking for some constant stimulation yeah yeah, mm. yeah. Mm. they can't handle being yeah. bored five seconds 10 seconds 15 seconds mm. you know mm. 15 seconds that's like wow that's a yeah. long video have you seen star <laughs> star trek yeah yeah of course. the old original star trek movies in the 1980s they're very slow and they're boring parts of dialogue just hanging out in like different mm. rooms and things. And now it's just action, 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 yep. action, mm. because you wouldn't be able to keep people's attention otherwise. So the whole format of how it's made now is changed and you don't have these slow dialogue bits yeah. anymore. Yeah. It's unfortunate, especially yeah. for younger kids. It's mm. Literally, it's like doing damage to their brains because mm. they've been constantly yeah. Yeah. stimulated. Oh, yeah. You're listening to The Bridge.
when there's a huge blockbuster coming out in America, there will be billboards, there will be mm-hmm. cups at McDonald's that have the characters on them. There will be t-shirts, there will be merchandise. And exactly. it's not always just to make money from merchandise like in Star Wars. Sometimes it's just to promote the movie. So, I mean, if Chinese films really wanted to break out in another country, couldn't they just do a huge, very expensive ad campaign? I mean, it wouldn't be profitable necessarily, but they would break into the market. I was talking to a friend here once about this. I expressed that the way a, a Hollywood producer would plan or a team, production team, would plan a film is completely different than mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. And then he simply just said, we don't need to. We have people here. Yeah, yeah. we're going to make money. We have a yeah. 1.4 billion people. Yeah. yeah. So as a business, they're not as interested they're not, in growing yeah, it. They're not looking to do, not at least not yet. Mm. You know, um, in Hollywood, every film has, you know, toys, has mm. action figures and, I don't know, posters. Mm-hmm. And people collect po- movie posters. Right. Yeah, I have a ton of them. Over here, it's, you know, it's just... It's like, we don't need to do this. <laughs> it's a little different. <laughs> it will sell. Yeah, as a teenager, yeah. I had it. my yeah. walls were covered and yeah, like yeah, yeah. musicians and movies and movie stars. Yeah. And- yeah, yeah. It's, it's a little different. The, the mindset is not quite the same. And also the probably the marketing budget is not the same, right? Mm. Marketing budget is at least seven times as big. US. In the U.S.? Meaning the, ex, you know, the, the wow. exchange rate. Oh, okay. right? it's, because it's, it's in much, dollars, yeah, right? Yeah, it's pretty much seven times uh, as expensive as yeah. here, at least. Uh, of course, the big blockbuster films, they have a lot more. Mm. Like very first uh, Spider-Man, I think we made that. Was, Tobey Maguire. Yeah, that was mm. like two. 2001 or 2002 something like that i think just the visual effects budget is right by one right so it's a hundred million dollars for the visual effects one billion million 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 Okay, lots of zeros. Yeah. <laughs> so 100 million, I remember it was 100 million. That was 2002. Yeah. 2001. Yeah. I mean, that kind of money, it's not mm. seen anywhere here. Yeah. yeah. The budget is much smaller. And then that's why because of the the film industry here is younger, mm. they still need time to mature. So the investors here, they really, most of the investors, I think, are not film people. Mm. They're thinking money. I put this money in, I want it back in three to six months. But in the film industry is not like that you can't get it back three to six months um yeah and then they don't know how much it takes like 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 you you guys said earlier takes a lot to make a film you know people most people don't know that it takes thousands of people to make Mm. one feature film Mm. you know small productions that's something different but a feature film if you sit through the credit list there are thousands of people mm. Mm. that's yeah. true yeah, so, at the end of the film yeah. yeah i'm hoping that the industry here especially the investors film investors here mm. can understand what it takes to make a film mm. and not just like oh this script is screen lit and then i want 20 percent back in six yeah, months yeah and then sign here not having everything <laughs> ready and they rush through the shooting and then they rush through mm. they, they always think visual effects can do everything oh we'll we don't fix need it another later. Take, we just fix it later. Yeah, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. Uh, we always say if you have a crappy shot, you will get crappy uh, visual effects. You can't depend on visual effects to fix your mistake. Oh. Although we can, but if you depend on it, say stretch the team fifty percent of the shot, then you're gonna run out of budget. Mm. Yeah. Basically, it sounds impossible. 
It doesn't sound impossible. It, it sounds like the investors, the VC, right? They need to yeah. they need to learn about what it takes to invest in the movie in a way that's going to produce the best results. But also, just culture-wise, I think they... The, it's too hard. The culture the is, too is too different. Hard. Language yeah. and culture, yeah. Especially for Americans, which is, you know, if not the biggest market, the second biggest market, right? Because just the, the population. You know, China is big. There are people here, like my friend said. People who love movies they they want to watch watch it in their own language mm-hmm. it's it's first hand information it's yeah, first hand emotion you're listening to the bridge well can i ask you about adapting because you said you hadn't been to china mm-hmm. and to before six years ago mm-hmm. so can we talk a little bit about culture sure, shock? sure like yeah. what were your first couple of weeks like versus now yeah first couple of weeks very sharp imagery is in 2016 well late 2015 actually uh it was when i got here it was very smoggy so oh, i remember for great. two straight weeks <laughs> i didn't see the skies it's always gray and then on a bad day you probably can't see say 50 yards in front of you yeah it was and, Beijing, and then, right? was yeah and and i remember distinctively getting off of the plane there's there was that smell but then i think in 2017 or some four or five yeah, years Mm. Everything just cleared up because yeah. they started, you know, watching the air quality, the environment, mm. shut down coal factories, supposedly. Yeah. Yeah. So now it's great. Now it's blue skies. Culturally, all, as yeah. opposed to, you know, SoCal, Culturally, NorCal. Yeah. Uh, people like to drink hot water. <laughs> <laughs> He's uh, in. Yeah. Hot He's water, in warm water. I don't know. I'm actually, yeah. we were ta- talking about ice earlier before yeah. the show started. <laughs> we were talking about, again, the huge bags of ice you can get. Yeah, and like yeah, you go yeah. into a mart, you buy a gigantic bag of ice for like $2. My mom be like, you pay for ice? <laughs> <laughs> no matter $1 or two, you don't pay for ice. <laughs> it's free. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's so funny. I, that first summer, went to the supermarket, asked for ice. You what? <laughs> ice, <laughs> you yeah, make yourself. Sell ice here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I burned my tongue actually. Oh, it's yeah, so they're hot. They're at a restaurant because I I didn't expect it to be just boiling Burning hot. Up. Just drinking <laughs> the water. Yeah. Like wow. And we were like, where did he come from? <laughs> he, he's Chinese, isn't he? <laughs> if you ever just even walk into a lobby in China, they just give you a little cup of hot water. Here, hot here's water. your hot water. Yeah. You won't be able to survive for five minutes without this little cup. Uh, it's it's soothing. <laughs> Once you get used to it, it, mm. it gives you energy. Like tea ju- at just the right temperature, it's very soothing. Um, I, I find it. I enjoy both, but I don't drink as much ice. But anyhow, did you speak Mandarin before? You? Yes, yes. I've always been bilingual. Let's talk in Chinese and see how Jason reacts. He's saying something about your hat, but it's a compliment. (laughs) Thank you. Uh, By the way, it was very classy. Trying to have brown, but I didn't know what went with brown. It was either yellow or blue. And so I was like, forest, river. Nice. All going all natural. (laughs) You need something green. I don't have a green tie. So, yeah, but never green hats. Yeah, Just I know. Yeah, this, that's another Chinese cultural thing. Oh, yeah. Can you tell us yeah. what a green hat means? No, I don't want to. Okay, so you now you've been living here for a while. Have you gone back at all? 
before COVID, yes, not after COVID. Did you experience reverse culture shock where you found things different going back home? You're like, uh, whoa, why did they do this? Looking for hot water everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> not so much because, well, I'm from California and California is kind of international, mm. cosmopolitan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there are all sorts of kind of people and So that's where you grew up in California? Yes, mostly. yes. Well, can I give you my experience? After, yeah. I did not go back to the United States for five years after mm. I originally moved to Beijing. When I went back, I got on the Amtrak and the ah. train goes ka-chunk, 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 ah. ka-chunk, and it was really slow. Cars on the highway are going by us. <laughs> and I'm like on the train. I was actually really confused because in China, yeah, yeah, the trains yeah, yeah. go like 300 kilometers <laughs> an hour and they're totally silent. You could hold a quarter like up in the window and just sit there. Mm. So actually my reverse culture shock was like feeling like wow china's wow. actually a lot more developed <laughs> yeah that's that's another surprising thing like people have this idea of china not still being a third world or second no, world films. country it's because of it's, those films i mean they're nice like films. people here use the phones like they can do everything yeah and, and and we use the phone to make a call right i was actually i was thinking about this because i think that there are less chinese families with laptops because they kind of jumped over the personal computer yeah straight to the phone because yeah. you have like billions of cell phones in china yeah but you have very few much many fewer laptops whereas in the united states everyone has a laptop and then now everyone has a phone too so it's like i couldn't do without my laptop yeah i would say gen z in the west are more in sync with how cell phones are being used but like here we shop we call a ride we pay no one Mm. uses cash anymore Yes, yeah, and we don't use credit cards all that much here in Beijing. It's mm. all by phone. I mean, I can't even imagine if <laughs> if you lose yes. your phone, what what would you do For that these day? These days, it's harder to lose your phone because you're you're always using it. People are always looking at their phones, like on the subway, on the train. It's like everyone's this. We actually have a family member who did hurt themselves a couple months ago um, here in China because they were using their phone, and then in in the street there was a step they didn't see because they were looking at their phone while they're walking along. And now they have like a problem with their Achilles tendon that needs to like probably exist for years of healing. It happens yeah. a lot, I think, across yeah. 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 the globe, probably. Yeah, mm. something to watch out for. Don't do that. So cool. Well, thanks. learned a lot. Thank you. Thank you, Andy. Thank you so much, Andy. You're welcome. <laughs> that was fun. Please join us next time on The Bridge, a show that connects East and West. Thank you so much for coming on the show, Andy. Thank, Thank you, you, Andy. Thank you. Thank you, Thank you everyone. You. See you Thank next you. time.